Did you know that the 4th of July is on a Thursday this year? That's going to be a full weekend of fun out on the deck. Four days. But if your deck isn't what it used to be and you aren't using it for great family gatherings, you need to call my friends at All Weather Decks. All Weather Decks is a 24-time winner of the Angie Super Service Award. And they probably help one of your neighbors. Click on the map link at allweatherdecks.net. Call All Weather Decks today at 913-206-1974 or go to allweatherdecks.net and mention you heard it on 810. Call now and relax. The Zone is presented by Guaranteed Foods, delivering all natural food to Midwestern families since 1958. Enjoy healthier food, more free time, free delivery, and better value. Go to GuaranteedFoods.com. The Overland Park Convention Center, where we are located today. A couple more hours to go. Mick Schaefer will join us coming up later on this hour. Thank you to Matt Derrick. He's the man, as always. Chiefs Digest 41 is the Mike podcast. Go and check that out. He and uh, Nick Jacobs kill it every single week. Uh, a half-hour podcast that's typically an hour long. Explain that to me. Why don't you just call it an hour-long pod? You know, you know what that is? Under-promising, over-delivering. He said that, and I went, actually, and I checked. And they've they've hit. The, they've been in the 30-minute range, really? like, once since the Jags game. <laughs> I believe is where this actually Let's ended just do up. a quick breakdown for like a half hour. Just a quick little just a know, quick, a quick podcast. There's just a 45, hour 10, 45, quick 52, in, 43, 40, 51. I just, just say get it's 45 done. to an hour, Matt. Stop lying to the people. Just get it done. In, out, 41 in, is the mic and 41 minutes or longer, <laughs> all but guaranteed. 41 is the mic, 41 is the minimum. That, there it is, there it is. That's good. Okay, we got it. Yes. Uh, we are hanging out. 41, speaking of that, it's uh, KSHB uh, 41's Mick Schaefer will join us a little bit later on uh, this hour. We are uh, at the uh, Kansas City Golf Show, Overland Park Convention Center is uh, our location. And uh, kids 12 and under are free. Doors are open right now. Uh, they've got some uh, different uh, people on uh, stage that are giving their talks, and um, they'll be doing that throughout the day today, tomorrow, on into Sunday. Tomorrow, uh, uh, Tom Watson will be here uh, hanging out. Uh, you can get uh, PGA lessons. Uh, you can play the Extreme Green, whatever that is. I don't know. I need to check out what the Extreme huh. Green is. Um, you can get fit with Advent Health. Uh, they also have the uh, PT Solutions where they go through your swing, and figure out how physical therapy may be impacting or could help your swing. Like, hey, if you do this and this, your swing becomes a little bit better. Sort of like what the uh, Royals did uh, with finding out um, the uh, kinesiology of their players. And, okay, well, your hip here, you need to strengthen this, and that will help out your swing. Um, and they created Bobby Witt Jr. He sucked. He was, uh, he was what, uh, uh, 57th round draft pick? Bobby Witt Jr., this now turned into the uh, player that he is. What a great story. Don't think that's of, right. Out of nowhere. Uh, just out of nowhere. Google it, and that doesn't sound like much uh, fun. Sorry, that was Wobby Bit the third. Wobby Bit. I'd still draft Wobby Bit in the late 80th round somewhere. Wobby Bit the third. Um, 
a fantastic ball player. Not in the lineup today for the Royals either. Pretty good pitching name. Pretty bad hitter name. Like, oh, he bit again. Like that's wobby bit. But that, if his pitch is a little wobby, I think yeah, that's. I feel that's like right. that feels like wobbly. Means a unique movement yep. or something. That's I feel right. Like that's good. You can get up to ten bonuses, including offers to four Great Life Golf Courses, Mules National Indoor Sim, and Top Golf credits. Um, the Noonan Golf app and an Advent Health Championship ticket here at the Overland Park Convention Center. You can buy tickets online. You can get a special old Kinderhook offer if you go online to buy your tickets instead of at the door. And again, kids 12 and under are free. VIP tickets you can get at the Kansas City Golf Show.com. Kansas City Golf Show. McShafer's probably here already, let's be honest. That's kind of what I was thinking. I'd be he pretty surprised be. if he's not. He's going to walk up here with a, with a handful of bags with stuff in it for I sure. I hope he does. I hope he does. I wouldn't mind if he waited until 2, but I get it. And we will uh, we'll let him know when he gets here that you are going to lay down, put a tee in your mouth, and put a golf ball on that, and he is going to tee off on that, uh, on, on that tee. Driver? Yeah, so... What Nick, is, what's your most trusted club? Yeah, what are you most <laughs> confident in? Could you maybe putt off the tee? I might let him putt off of it. That okay. might I might be willing to do that. I think if he gets to a full backswing, I'm going to be pretty nervous. Would you let, if there's a pro in here, like if there's going to be pros in here giving lessons, would you let one of them swing a club and you hold the tee in your mouth with the golf? And not Mick Schaefer, yeah, but an actual, I, like, pro. Can I can I assume that the pro would handle any let's say dental surgery costs that could come with their mistake? No, this if is they were to insurance. make a mistake, no, it's your insurance. I think I'm going to have to pass. Okay, well, I, mean, <laughs> I think I'm going to have to pass. Look, if, if you're not man enough to do it, that's fine. I, I still have it. all four of my wisdom teeth. I guess that could be a way to get two of them out. And that's why you won't do it. It's the wisdom that is it's still in there. If you didn't have those, you'd be like, let's do it. Let's man. I don't ride. Care. Jump out of this perfectly moving uh, plane. Put this tea in my dry socket and let you crush this thing. It's only about 15 flights. I think I can make it down there without a broken ankle. Here I we guess, go. I guess I could probably, in, in two hacks, save myself the, the surgery. So, um, yeah, I'm open to it. You know, Tom Watson's here tomorrow, right? Um, he could do it. I'd probably let Tom Watson do that. I feel like that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> you know what? It would 100% be pretty funny. That would be great. I think it could be pretty funny for me. But there's just a, there's just a chance. I don't know. I'd, I'd want to know. I'd want to know how how Tom would feel about me as a steady base. Like, oh, yeah. I gotta, you gotta you know, keep... be blindfolded or something, and mm-hmm. just I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I could I could hold this still. But I don't know. I'm I'm not seeking it out. Maybe we start a little fundraising or something. Okay. Yeah. In in the event of my teeth's untimely demise, <laughs> not my tooths. It would be multiple teeth. Veneers are just fine, okay. <laughs> as long as somebody else paid for them. Just fine. Nine one three nine one two four eight ten. The salary cap number. I do want to talk about that. That yeah. came out a little bit ago. Uh, NFL announcing that the twenty twenty four salary cap will be two hundred and fifty five point four million dollars per club. Again, the estimations from over the cap and Spotrack was about $242 million, so an extra $13 million to the general public. Mm-hmm. The organizations, I would guess, have a pretty good idea for a while that it was going to be 250 255 I doubt that Brett Veach and his staff were like, holy bleep, now we got all this money to spend. We got 20 extra million. Who are we buying now? Let's go buy some players. Let's see what we got, man. No, not the case. Um, they've probably known. But it does, does it change in your mind? Does it change the conversation and the dialogue around Chris Jones and LeJarrius Sneed if you say, 
the Chiefs right now are $15 million under the cap or as of, you know, 20 minutes ago, we find out the Chiefs right now are roughly almost $30 million under the cap. Um, does it change the conversation in any way, shape, or form about the likelihood or viability of the Chiefs being able to sign one or both of Jones and Snead? It does for me for, for exactly two reasons. One is that, and, and again, this was kind of baked into the logic, at least since the COVID years, but even then it, it's led to uncertainty with what the next few years would look like. So the, the most obvious thing that it does is it makes every previously signed contract a little more valuable from the team side, a little less valuable from the player's side. Every contract that is currently currently on the books is now a slightly smaller percentage of the cap than it was before this and with the previous uh, projections because the cap's a little higher. So you, you may, and this doesn't really, again, this in this case is probably not enough to change, like Justin Reed entering the last year of his deal. His cap number is not problematic this year, but you could lower it by extending him some. Well, now his agents are going to know, hey, the cap went up some, so we went a little more here and there. But, again, it, it makes on-the-books contracts a little less of the overall percentage of the salary cap. I think that's something. The other thing it does, and this is very subjective, but just this isn't even a lead-up for a joke, the way the Katz brothers handled negotiations last year, I think this might matter. It's a little easier to get you to a round number that you're excited about. If, if you're just pounding the table and you're not talking about X percent of the salary cap or whatever, you're saying, I want my guy to get $28 million. That's the number we want per year. That's the number we want to put out on Twitter. We want to say that we, the Cats brothers, got this new, uh, the, the, whatever, the highest paid defensive tackle, not named Aaron Donald. We're going we're gonna to figure out how to get this nice big round number that we can put out to pat ourselves on the back. Again, that's just how they were going about things last year. Chris Jones wants a nice round number, it seems like. If you're the Chiefs and you're saying, listen, we would like to pay you 25 we would have paid you 26 and if you're going to be a dingus about 28, we'll meet you at 27 now because we can go ahead and say maybe we got a little surprise million dollars this year and the cap is going to be projected to continue to rise in major ways this way. I, I do think it can move that needle a little bit. It might move the needle more in terms of the role players you can sign, in terms of, of fleshing out the rest of your roster, because the real money in these contracts, the real negotiating point, is the guaranteed money. It's the long term of it all. So um, I do think it's beneficial for all teams, which also means it lessens how much it benefits the Chiefs. But I, I do think it's very, very noteworthy. I do think it matters at least some. I think it benefits the Chiefs more than the typical team mm -hmm. and that is because they're already starting from a, a, a head mm -hmm. they're already starting with the advantage of what they've done the players they have and the big question was you know can they keep chris jones can they keep legerious need one or both do they have to get rid of both in order to keep this window open for a longer period of time to, to not sacrifice the next five years for one year to try to win a uh, you know a third one it's the same conversation, by the way, we had after the 2019 season. Do you sacrifice the next five years so you can, quote, run it back mm -hmm. and keep the band together? Okay, well, they're, they're bringing everybody back. They're sacrificing the future. They brought everybody back. And then after that year, they won two Super Bowls in the next three years, and they lost in, the, uh, in overtime of the AFC Championship game. They didn't sacrifice squat by that 2020 season. So will they sacrifice the future? I don't know. They may. It, just because it happened earlier doesn't mean it can't happen in the future. doesn't mean it can't be, wow, you've got this albatross of a contract that is just hanging over your neck or around your neck like an anchor, and it's keeping you from doing this or that, and that's why you end up losing in the divisional round or the AFC championship or whatever. But 
when we talk about the salary cap going up and the salary cap ballooning and what teams are banking on, right? The teams are banking on the salary cap, the new TV revenue deals kicking in once they stop the slow repayment from 2020 and they actually get what the real true number is. And this seems to be maybe the first year without the full, without repaying back 2020. But okay, now this is the real number. It jumps $30 million from last year to this year. Some of the estimations had, you know, so 2023, the, the cap was $225 million. And the estimations were that in 2026, some three years later, it would be around $300 million. It's like, are, is that going to jump $75 million in three years? Well, it just jumped 30 right. in one year. So can it jump 45 over the next two? If it jumped 30 in one year, can it jump 22 million the next two? I mean, there have been, there have been 20 million dollar jumps when it wasn't the new TV revenue deals coming in, when it wasn't the new billions and billions of dollar contracts coming in, um, that we have been talking about. So I think 30 million or 300 million may be conservative in 2026. And if that's the case, then yes, the Chiefs are 100% in play for both Chris Jones and Legereus Need. It makes it more viable and it makes it less of a risk of mortgaging your future for one year if you bring both guys back and still be able to attack and go and find some other weaknesses and fill those holes. It also makes it even easier to essentially kick and spread on Mahomes' contract. Listen, Clark, write write your check and go for this three-peat, brother, because give Patrick Mahomes all of that money as a bonus here and then stretch that out over the remainder of that window, and now you're talking about even smaller chunks of cap hits to continue managing down the line. Tom Pelissero just tweeted that the franchise and transition tag numbers are now locked in. Um, okay. I thought that was in talking April to Matt. I felt like that was going to be longer, but um, so and in the phrasing here is non-exclusive rights franchise players. I think that's just the full terminology. The fact that you can do the fir- the two first round picks things, but we were talking about eighteen point eight for Legarius Sneed as a cornerback tag. Um, the number that uh, Tom Pelissero tweets out here now is nineteen point eight. Okay, so a full million dollars higher for a franchise tag on a corner. Basically $20 million. Um, obviously, the defensive mm-hmm. tackle number isn't relevant to yeah. Chris Jones because of the the previous tag. The multiplication the, rules yeah. of the previous tag and all of that. Um, Transition tag number is not, not as important for us yeah. in this conversation. But an extra million right there just in the manager books while you negotiate with Legereus yeah. Sneed if you are going to try to tag and extend him. Um, I'm also curious what their options are going to be if they if they tag him and don't end up coming to a long term deal and, and what he might get on the open market. But that's a larger conversation. We got plenty of off season. Yeah, and and if the Chiefs were looking at it and saying, you know, okay, well, Legarius Sneed's tag number just went up one million, while the cap went up thirteen or fifteen million mm-hmm. from what they uh, from what we had thought, you know, an hour ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's a, if you would have told me one without the other and said, all right, well, Sneed's number is now twenty million dollars to uh, to franchise tag. All right, well, now that's getting into some. I mean, that $1.2 million is a big deal uh, if we were looking at 18.8, and that was just sort of a rough estimation of what it was. But the fact that the uh, salary cap is now bigger this year, again, I I wholeheartedly believe the Chiefs knew that this was going to be roughly the number. Mm-hmm. Okay, they, they've, been, they've been banking on this number. I don't think they're sitting back and going, oh, my goodness, we just got a huge raise. This is going to be great. But to me, what it indicates is, is the potential of the ballooning of the cap over the next few years that has been part of the estimation, part of the kicking the can down the road mm-hmm. a little bit, that, okay, well, this guy's salary cap number is going to be $50 million. Oh, my goodness. Well, $50 million on a $200 million salary cap is quite large. 
$50 million on a $300 million salary cap. Much different. And when we're looking at those numbers in future years and going, look at his cap number in 2026, 2027, because we don't know what that number is going to be. We just know it is sticker shock compared to what we're used to seeing. If you say that Mahomes' cap number is going to be $55 million, there is a lot of sticker shock that comes with that. I also wonder if I, I agree that the Chiefs are not blindsided by this as of like a month ago, but I wonder if this is higher than their long-term projections were two years ago. And, and maybe not going back to like the, the latest Mahomes restructuring, that might have been, this might have been exactly in the cards there. Again, because the, the COVID year changed the financials and the financial plan so much. Also, Clark Hunt's the chair of the finance committee or the finance board or whatever it is in the NFL. So if any owner is getting the financial plan early on and has a good grip on it, should be Clark Hunt. But it is going to be fascinating, both in what these last couple of years have looked like and what the next several years will look like. Once again, this is a, a well, well-tread well ground here, and, and rightfully so. Patrick Mahomes' contract continues to be the best value in American sports because there is not a way to pay him enough money. And even with his spread-out cap hit, the uh, the escalations later on in the life of this new restructured version, they'll restructure it again in a few years. He is going to be a value for this football team every year that he plays football until conservatively, I don't know, his early 40s. And then maybe, <laughs> then maybe at that point he's making $80 million and he's declined a little bit. But uh, I'll take the next decade or so at this ratio. Yeah, um, and, and they'll be able to restructure that thing. And again, I, I think... You know, uh, last year when they did the contract restructure with Patrick Mahomes and they gave him a little bit more money, he also sacrificed a couple of months of a big check mm-hmm. you know, from from March to post-draft to get that roster-slash-signing bonus. Um, you know, he sacrificed that so the Chiefs would have more flexibility, that they'll be able to go into post-draft and after free agency and see how much money they need to uh, restructure and reassess with Patrick Mahomes and uh, get a little bit more money from that contract because throughout the years it has been on the uh, the, the, the front side of that mm-hmm. where they have had to estimate what the free agent numbers will be and read the market before the market really starts rolling or even when the market is rolling for, you know, a couple of days, but even as, you know, looking at some other uh, players. But reading that market and estimating what they would need with Patrick Mahomes. And, okay, they freed up this amount of money. Now we know what their cap space is. That whole carrot is, and and that flux, uh, that that flexibility, is still out there after free agency starts. And 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 you know they could give them the the check earlier. I mean they they could go through and like okay this is what we're going to do we're going to move this around move that around uh, Patrick this is going to be a signing bonus it's not going to be a roster bonus we're going to kick this over there they can save upwards of I think thirty million dollars in the salary cap with Patrick Mahomes this year by a, a stroke of a pen I don't think they will do that. But they have that option if they really want to bring everybody back, go for the three-peat, go more all-in on this year. They certainly have the ability to do that. Is it the smartest move? Probably not. But I do think there will be some money taken from the from the current contract and moved to the future. Because to me, this is more an indication of what the future salary caps could look like once the TV network deals are starting to kick in. And, oh, by the way, I mean, it's all Taylor Swift. Yeah, Let's exactly. Be sure. Yes. None, of, none of this was in, in motion a, a full year no. or more ago. No. Um, no. I, 13 extra million dollars. That's Those are the Swifties, baby. I, I think this is the year to, to 
move as much of that Mahomes money as you can as you can stomach. Um, partially because, uh, like like Matt said last hour, if if Clark Hunt is in a spot where he is ready to and willing to and look, the Chiefs have been lower in cash spending than their peers uh, over these last That's couple true. of years, which is crazy because they've got stars and they are getting very very close to the, the top of their cap. But they've been lower in cash spending year over year. This is a year where you pay Chris Jones a big signing bonus. You turn a lot of that Mahomes money into the pro the bonus you can prorate. Maybe you're you're giving Legarius Sneed either the franchise tag money or a big signing bonus for his long term extension. But with the path the NFL is on here financially, with the flexibility Mahomes' deal always has. Now, once you've prorated money, you can't move that part of the money again. Yeah. So there is some amount of kicking the can, but it's kicking the can and then spreading it out over five years. That That is not New Orleans Saints restructuring Derek Carr irresponsible. Patrick Mahomes is your franchise, and this is your chance for a three-peat. So I am still... Very, very open-minded to the idea of converting as much of that Mahomes money as you can. And I don't think any of that's necessarily, quote, mortgaging the future. Like the Rams example we were talking about, one of the reasons that I'm very open to tagging and trading with Jarius Sneed is that I want the Chiefs to continue having young players and rookie contracts that fill out so many of these positions. If you're paying, instead of George Karloftis, um, I don't know, but Daniil Hunter was in that, was in that, yeah. that area, right? He's hitting free agency again, so we could be interested in him all over again. But just to, like, to pick a guy, if you're paying Daniil Hunter there instead of having drafted George Karloftis, or you're paying uh, Traverius Ward instead of drafting Trent McDuffie, either of those spots, you now do lose flexibility. Staying young and keeping rookie contracts, that's the biggest way to, to stay flexible throughout years and years of a dynasty. Because it's about picking and choosing where you spend the money. Yep. And the Chiefs have chosen to spend the money on Patrick Mahomes, on Travis Kelsey. They were spending money on Tyreek Hill. They're spending money on Chris Jones. Yep. That's the big and and Jawan Taylor. They spent big money on that one. Um, they've been pretty good so far. Jawan Taylor is not working out uh, right now for how much money he is uh, he is making, and we'll see you know uh, the next couple three years if if that's going to still be the case. But they have picked. And they have chosen their spots in doing that. They have not been in the business of, oh, we like this guy. Let's just pay him whatever it is to keep him around. Charverius Ward was a great example because, you're right, if they paid Charverius Ward, are they moving up to then draft Trent McDuffie? Mm -hmm. Or do they look at it and go, well, we've already got Snead and Ward, and uh, I don't know that we need to be redundant. And now McDuffie is a Buffalo Bill and not a Kansas City Chief. I don't even care you say that. Right. I mean – Buffalo cannot get out of the shadow of the Chiefs. No, they really can't. To save, I mean, at all. In like seven different ways, it feels like. The Chiefs trade with Buffalo to move up and get Patrick Mahomes. They then trade and move ahead of the Bills, who wanted McDuffie, to go and get Trent McDuffie. They draft Kyer Elam, who is a train wreck at cornerback and has been a healthy and active many times this year. And then they cut the punt god. And the punt god signs with the Chiefs That's true, yeah. a couple of years later. The Bills fans are so shook. Like, think about it this way. That was one of the reactions from Bills fans yesterday is that, of course, they got uh, a rise. Of course, of course that happened. Bills fans are so shook about the Chiefs that they are now complaining when the Chiefs punt the ball. They can't win. They are so shook they're complaining when the Chiefs have to actually punt against the Bills. They're already worried about the fact that the Chiefs having to punt against the Bills. The Bills literally cannot win, at least in the playoffs. And in the Super Bowl. And against the Chiefs in the playoffs. And they're worried about, well, great, 
Now they've got the punt god. You realize, wouldn't you, don't you want to see the punt god out there against the very At the very least, you'd like for that not to be too high on your list of priorities. But. Yeah, you would love to see him out there for the I hope the Chiefs never, I hope they don't need a punter ever. Don't even sign a punter. Never punt, Andy. We covered this, I believe. Yes, we could have really solved ourselves in trouble the last couple days. We have, uh, we have definitely uh, discussed that. Just eliminated uh, the punting game. Sorry, Dave Tobe. Congrats on the contract extension. All you do is coach Harrison Bucker now. And, and a holder. Chris Oladokun. And don't have a returner. Not necessary. Don't need a returner. Just rush rush kicks, right. block for uh, your field goals and extra points, call it a day. Yep, there you go. Perfect that. Perfect that. Never punt. Go yeah. for it on fourth downs. We've solved the Chiefs. Don't be a master of none and a jack of all trades. Master those couple of things. Okay. And then score 70 points a game. And then say jack to the other things that you need to get done. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. We are hanging out at the uh, Overland Park Convention Center. The Kansas City Golf Show going on today, tomorrow, and also on Sunday. Tom Watson will be here tomorrow with uh, Watson Links and women's golf programming presented by Stretch Zone and Yingling Flight. Um, that is going on here at the Overland Park Convention Center. Many, many different vendors, including the Great Life Golf vendors. Uh, they've got a buy five or ten round bundle. You save. You can choose between the Premier Course, the Classic course uh golf cart included with with every round um and then our friends over at advent health uh, the advent health championship uh have their uh booth set up here and um, they've got a, a a pretty good size spot and a lot of different games you can go and play as well a putting game a uh, they've got the uh, a tailgate set up as well out here. You can get tickets to the uh, advent health championship and the corn fairy tour event coming up in uh, a little over two months when that thing will take place. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back, and we believe we'll talk with Mick Schaefer. He's here. He... i got to go get him. Oh, really? He's yeah. here? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is here uh, swinging the wrenches somewhere, and uh, we'll talk with Mick Schaefer coming up next. Twitter thinks he's funny. Shame on you nerds. His wife and kids think he's lame. No! We couldn't get Paul, so we're stuck with Mick. Yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> Still got it going on. Mick Schaefer on the zone with Jason Anderson. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. All right, welcome back here in the zone right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. We continue hanging out here at the Kansas City Golf Show, Overland Park Convention Center. Today, tomorrow, Sunday, this uh, golf show going on. You can uh, buy tickets online. Get a special old Kinderhook offer if you go and buy tickets online. Kids 12 and under are absolutely free. Uh, VIP tickets at KansasCityGolfShow.com. And uh, that's where we are. A lot of other things going on. All the different vendors here, hundreds of vendors, it seems like. Um, I don't know if that's the exact number or not, but uh, walking uh, across the uh, convention center floor to the bathroom and back, uh, there were a lot of different vendors and a lot of different people talking to vendors about things going on. In fact, there was a nice putting green vendor that was uh, that was there. Uh, as I'm walking by and I'm sort of listening in, uh, eavesdropping on a conversation, and he said, you know what, this thing, backyard shipped to you, installed, all in. Only forty five hundred bucks. That's it. That's I it. Was Under like, five grand. I immediately stopped and was like, "Now let's talk." Let's okay. I better just have two of let's, those then. Let's uh, let's talk because I've got a slope in my backyard that is dying for a putting green, <laughs> just like this. Okay, let's get this thing done. That's just one of the many vendors that you can go and uh, and talk to and hang out, get some nice uh, drinks, get some food. Um, you can check out your uh, lumbar region to see if that's uh, keeping you from playing good golf. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things you can do. Uh, talk to some pros. Tom Watson will be down here tomorrow uh, with Watson links and giving his uh, talk and his TED Talk as uh, they've got those going on today and tomorrow and Sunday as well. And be a Tom Talk. 
You can shop sales. You can uh, Say what? play Extreme Green, you know. Uh, the Advent Health, they've got some uh, putting challenges going on over here that I think Mick and Josh need to do. Let's do it. I hate those because those are all straight putts. I hate a straight well, putt. It's one to where it, it's oh, like. Can't make those. No, no. It's it's like a, um, it's a ski ball. Oh, I saw that one. Putt. Let's do it. So oh, it goes that's up. fun. All yeah, right. so it's I'm a in. ski ball putt. I the, was going to hold ball this attached to the yeah, the ball attached to this the string that you have to get in the into the cup. That's impossible, by the okay. way. It's almost like the ring toss. It's impossible. Yeah, they well, they, they were over there spraying Crisco on it. So I saw that earlier. I, just, I didn't want to give it away. Uh, we did think about, as Josh was saying, Josh laying back, yeah. putting the tee in his mouth, putting a ball teeing up, and having you swing. You and trust me. It. Yeah. You Would you do one it? of those three-inch tees? There's no way I, I hit your nose or your face. I, I got this. What um, What would your level of confidence be if, like, you had a clone of yourself going to drive off of a tee in your own mouth? What would the What would the cost of that be? That has been in my mouth several times. But I would. Uh, here's a fresh non-mouth. You can get a non-mouth. If it was no, a clone, don't, of, don't mix that one in with the other. That's my if mouth. If it was tea. me, <laughs> I've been picking my teeth. If it was me day. hitting off of me, no chance. But you're good. I, I will. Okay, you're, if it's cool. me hitting off of you, well, let's do this. You're, you're fine. Let's do you're both. Fine. Let's do both. I'll let you go first, but, but you swing and hit one off of me, and then I'll hit one off of you. I don't think so. And I think we're good. That's a different set of uh, uh, challenges. That's I've a, uh, I've had a camera probably about oh five yards in front of like a professional doing some sort of like uh, trick shot lesson at, at at one range a long time ago at some sort of. You know, event we were at, and I was right in front. I trusted him, and he he sent really? one right over my head. Did you let Tom Watson face. do it tomorrow? Absolutely. Okay. What? Yeah, absolutely, Tom Watson. Okay. That's what I said to Josh. I said, you know, there's there are pros, pro golfers walking I would around here. Put it here. on my nipple, okay, and have him just like here we go. Just pick it right off and that. Most people don't know this. Your nipples are kind of cupped that way, where yeah, the golf ball will sit there. Yeah. How does he fix that divot? What's that? How does he fix there's that? There's no divot. divot. That's what I'm saying. There's no divot. There's not going to be one. You better hope take no, one. He's just you better, it right off you the better hope there's no divot on It's that. Tom Watson. He's not going to take a divot off my nipple. All right, Kyle. So this is an important mark time in the that. show where you learn how to mark things. So just go. I'm going to write 12, down also. 38. 12, 38. Mick. This is yet another cut from the Mick Nipples region. We've, we had a whole region in your honor last year. I like to talk about that part of my body a lot. Yeah. You have an session Forget about the, the lumbar. It's the... It's the nipple region that I'm It all I'm starts into. in the nipples. Yeah, you know, uh, PT does, yeah. Solutions with Advent Health, you know, they're going through and seeing, they're, they're studying your swing, and they'll tell you where physical therapy can help out your swing. You, they might study the nipple region. Right, yes. You know, if you were to do this, if you just slide that club right out of the way, you know, give a little free reign to the to the nipples, a little movement it's, there, a little range of motion. It's all the sequential unlocking of body parts to maximize club head speed at the point of contact, and that involves your nipples. Make sure you unclench your nipples before you golf. I don't want to see anybody out here getting hurt. Right, you have, have to have loose nipples, right? You can't be all. So you tight. think Watson will just take it right off and uh, no no contact? Oh, absolutely! Okay. I guarantee you, he he has hit off body parts before. Yeah, guarantee he probably has. you. He probably has back in the day. Trick shot. I'm trick shot. Bar, yeah, a little low. You know, uh, I saw, trick. You know who is one of the most amazing players I've ever seen? The, the trick shots is John Daly. He he did something at Blue Hills. 10 or 15 years ago when they had the uh, the big event out there. And he, uh, with a cig, he's ripping a cig in his mouth, and he's drinking Diet Cokes. He puts the Diet Coke down. He sets the, uh, the ball on the tab of the Diet Coke, which is like half drunk. And he so takes he. a driver 
and picks that thing right off the can. The can doesn't move. The ball, perfect flight, 300 yards straight down the middle of the range fairway. It was amazing. I'm like, if he can do that with the can, he can do that with my nipples. Thought about it right then and there. Did you see the uh, long drive competition that Tiger was in with, like, uh, yes. um, I, I don't remember who it was, but it was a podcast or something like that, and uh, the dude just right down the middle, not Tiger, but the guy who was going to pick Tiger his, got on his knees, right? Tiger got on his <laughs> knees and went up there and lined it up and swung from his knees and out drove him, just oh, right down him. the middle, just out drove that guy. Dad. And I'm like, that's mean. That is me. You don't need to do that, right? I mean, come on, Tiger. Like, that guy put everything into it, and when he got it, he's like, oh, my God, there it is, right down the middle. That's that's the sport. Like, like I am in awe of football players and basketball players and what they can do, but I've I've, I've got a pretty good idea of how they can do it, right? They are are blessed with just tremendous speed, hand-eye, jumping ability, whatever, Mm -hmm. size, all that stuff. Golfers, I can't really wrap my head around how good these guys are and how they're able to to do what they can do. I, I've told the story before in uh, you know playing Valhalla for the one time in my life. God, I've heard this Valhalla story like a hundred times. I was in Valhalla right let's, now. Let's, let's, let's let him go, and you and I can just have a. You guys want to have a side conversation? It's actually leading into your story, man. It's kind of just backing up what you said. But the guy who was the member there is a scratch golfer, like an actual scratch golfer. And after the uh, most recent PGA Championship that Rory won, they let the members play on Monday with the Sunday tees, and they all played from the tips of the championship round. And he was pumped because he hit uh, shot 99. Yep. Uh, he was excited that he shot a 99, and that was the 18th hole. He's like had to had to make a putt to to break 100. And this guy. Watch, I played around with him the only time. Watching him play, I'm like, this guy's amazing. This guy's the best golfer I've ever seen. And then you see what happens on a Like, he would be made fun of, mm-hmm. right? He would be laughed off yeah. the course if uh, that was a, a, a Sunday pin placement at a major golf course. Um, at that, and, and he was like, I broke 100. I couldn't yeah. believe it. it was one of the best days of my life. <laughs> like, me too. When I break 100 on the course, it's also one of the best days of my life. We just have different ways, especially when you've got somebody who keeps track of his score and is an actual, you know, uh, scratch golfer. Like, I tell people I'm a scratch golfer all the time. Nobody believes it, but they also can't prove I'm not. It's true. Until we play golf together. Then it's a very then it's, it's it quick proof. Although it's you could say, quickly. you know what, that was a one in a million round there that I shot a 106. <laughs> That's <laughs> just, that just happens. I'm usually in the high 60s. We don't need to count this round, right? This is just right. us playing yeah. as friends. You yeah. know, we're not gonna, we're not I'm gonna not counting that towards handicap. I'm not going to mark this one down. Not uh, not today. Oh, I was drinking. Had a lot. You don't drink, as far as you know, you know <laughs> before I got here, you know. Uh, that was all non-alcoholic beer, was it? Yeah, well, it's I'm just so high. Well, that was oregano that you were smoking. Well, you know. It was a pencil shaving. Yeah, I actually, uh, I, I, I sniffed that stuff before. Yeah, those, uh, it was a, 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 you know, a pixie uh, stick. Sorry I think that. Jason, I think Jason sniffing a pixie stick and pencil shavings would actually get him wired in a way that would be indistinguishable from drugs. I think you're a well-oiled machine. It'd be like, all of a sudden, it'd be like Kramer when he walks in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Mick Schaefer's with us. Hi. KSHB 41, sports director. I love this uh, weekend. Yes. I love this show. This is my favorite show every year coming I know. Here. You get here. Um, and uh, and we hang out with you. There's baseball coming up in like an hour and 20 minutes. You know that? I know. You know that? Um, and then there's soccer coming up in like a day and yeah. like five hours. Yep. Something uh, like tomorrow, that. Tomorrow, you've got that going on. But, uh, yeah, a little baseball activity. Vinny Pasquantino in the lineup today, batting second. I can't wait for the Pasquatch to be back. Um I'm excited about this team. My uh, my son came home last night, 
And it was late. We were kind of both about ready to go to bed. I took the day off, and he's like, let's watch 2000, the 2015 Royals highlights. I haven't seen those forever. I'm like, I haven't either. Let's do so it. So we watched the entire postseason highlights, and there was so much I had forgotten from <laughs> some of those games uh, in the ALDS, the ALCS, and then the uh, the World Series. And we got we got pumped about baseball. I'm like, let's go. You're like, this Hosmer guy. I'll uh, tell you what, man. There's, there's uh, a good player. Having, I mean, having the best NFL team on the planet – in your town is the best. But it's a different feeling having a, a great baseball team in town, too. I'm not going to say one's better than the other, but it, it's 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 just very different. Maybe it's the time of year, right, the boys of summer, and, yeah, a little more little, more vibes, more juice in the summer. There's something just different about it, and that watching those highlights last night just kind of brought back some of those uh, those feelers. It's a, it's a longer stress because even when you go through the – the playoff games that are four and a half hours you get through one and you're done and yeah. you're like okay they got game one now you got to go to game two and that's and coming up game in 18 three. hours by yes. the way you got to go to game four whereas the chiefs found a way to get by the 49ers and that's it and the 49ers can lament for the next 10 years about how close this was and oh man if they would have done this or done that it doesn't matter um you, you can lament it all you want the chiefs ended up winning that game you can do that in Game One of the World Series, and you got Game Two the next night. Absolutely, you got Game Two the next night. Go we, do it again. We two weeks to uh, talk about the Ravens game and look <laughs> look ahead to the 49ers game. But that is so funny. I was thinking about that. Is um, there was a, a tweet or something last night talking about the uh, the 49ers and all of the different uh, things that were close. And I'm like that happens in a game. And I'm like, if the Bills and the Chiefs game was the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. we would be dissecting that game. As much as people are dissecting the ifs and buts of the, of the Chiefs and 49ers in the Super Bowl. But it wasn't. It was the divisional round, and there were three other games played that weekend. We used to remember divisional round games, That's right? Because right? that was as far as the Chiefs got. We dissected that Steelers divisional yes, round game forever yes. with the, 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 the holding the, call. The loss to the Titans at home uh, by, by I, 18 I and I all that the stuff. Titans. We all remember, remember the Titans. Remember the day that they lost or to the Titans. Or how about the two, that was the 2013 at the Colts? Yeah. Oh. Oh, the, uh, you were born yet, Josh. But I, I've heard stories man. of those days. 2006 at the Colts, 28 points. They got Larry Johnson, and the Colts can't stop any. They can't stop the run. Oh, that game. was the narrative. I think they Larry Johnson had like 15 yards that game. Think they, did they pick up their first down late in the third quarter? Like, their first, like I'm not even joking. Like they went into halftime without a first down in that game, and the Colts couldn't stop the run, and the Chiefs were just going to run it. That was it wild card, right? Down it. Yeah, that was for yeah. Chiefs are going to run it down their a lot throats. Of wild card. The, yeah, most of them are wild Yikes. card. When you go through years of not winning a playoff game, most was of those 03 losses. Colts was that? Uh, 03 Colts was no wild punt card. Game. No punt game. I know no was, was that wild card or divisional? Because the Chiefs were good. They were thirteen three that year. Did they not that win was the divisional. division? I think that was divisional. Yeah, because yeah, and the Colts was that came wild card to Kansas City. Man, I don't even remember what round. I should know what round that was. You wouldn't. You would have think they would at least been a two seed. But yeah, 03 was divisional. Yeah, I was. I thought, but I started to question myself. Of well, did I think that, that was to get to the AFC Championship game, or did I oh, even th- did I even start to even did I let myself even get to the point of thinking if they win this, they get to the AFC Championship game because it was the Colts right. and I knew what was going to happen for the longest time. And again, Josh, I don't think your parents even met each other at this point. Oh uh, three was the that was the peak. Of Kansas City sports for a long time because you had the Royals who went 83 and 79, four full games over 500. They got third place that year in the division. Unfathomable. They were able to have that amazing of a season. They were. And the the Chiefs made the division around and didn't. And the Chiefs were 13 and three. And then, yeah. They actually didn't need Tommy Townsend. That's it. That's the end of the story. That's it. 
Yeah, but you'll 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 be able to watch it one day. Your parents will tell you about it. That was their first date. Neither team won a playoff game. Do you guys have like a vicious like to that I could watch it on? Or is that do you Abahash? Have, is v- VHS? Oh, yeah. Yeah, VHS? It's a, it's a that, I'm sorry, I didn't. We have laser disc that we've got it on. I don't um, even. Yeah. We got the eight track next, vicious. Grandpa. Yes, we got the play by play of the eight track. It stops in the middle of a play, <laughs> flip it over. a middle of a play in Dude, the third I quarter. Up, I remember when VHS was the new technology. <laughs> we got rid of our beta machines. <laughs> Dude, my dad back in the day and brother, they would tape every single Chiefs game. They had boxes of VHSs with Chiefs games taped on them. Yeah, like they would every single game they would tape the Chiefs game. If and, so, and you could watch a film study. We, and we would always try to program the VCR program to the record VCR. the. And if you could do that, you were a scientist, basically. Program you were a VCR. doctor. You were if a you were smart enough to figure out how to program the VCR for a time in the future to oh. record the show, and if that worked right, then you were the smartest human on the planet. Yeah, back in the day when um, you know the the game was on and you actually did want to hear the score because you couldn't go back and watch yeah. it anywhere. <laughs> so what's going on? in this game no let me know what's what's happening in this game i gotta get home you know and i'm gonna miss the game i'm gonna miss the game i'm working now it's like don't tell me what the score is because i can go home i can rewind it i can start from the beginning i can turn off my i can go uh, sleep mode on my phone and i can just simply watch the game as if it were live don't uh, don't mess with me. I'll, I'll, if i if i'm if it's nine o'clock and i'm like oh i forgot you know k-state women were playing tonight the game's over i'll just go back yeah espn plus find the highlights yeah. was world war ii as hard as it seems it was it was it was good, all about. It was, lo- it was more. War. It was more logistics. Okay. Is what it was. It seemed like I mean, it seemed tough. You win the logistics, you win the war. I mean, you guys are the greatest generation. I've said that many times. So. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, Gen so. X is the cool one. Right? I'm, I'm, We're the cool ones. I'm totally. Fine we got the millennials fighting with the boomers, stupid, right? Stupid and uh, the Gen stupid. Zs. They're now on the scene. Yeah. Millennials, you're you're now knowing what it's like to be us because you hate the Gen Zers. I mean, I don't even hate the Gen Zers. I just sort of acknowledge that the millennials are in just sort of. I would say the dip in the bell curve. <laughs> People, by, by and large, this this world should be. We're laid back. We skateboarded. This, yeah, this, and this world is. With, with Gen X. You guys are lucky for the Gen Xers because the baby boomers and the um, the Gen Zs and and you elitists, Josh, yeah. have just ruined the world. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. Everyone around your generation has ruined it before and yes. after. Not during, though. Luckily, we're here to help. Yes. yes. Yeah. I, I appreciate so, that. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's wisdom that only comes with age. I really value from both of you. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited for you to. to and it's this. funny how every single person, all the tens of millions of people in that generation act the exact same. They're the same person. Agree on everything yes. and yes. act yeah. the exact yeah. same way. No differences. Zero, mm-hmm. zero fungible differences. Yeah, like the Gen X's, great Americans. <laughs> yep. That's right. Every one of us. Gin uh, Zers, all good at dancing, all have funny haircuts. Mm. Yeah. Baby boomers, ruining the country. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. Millennials, none of them own a house. I'm going to get a call from my mom soon. Okay. <laughs> what did you say about baby boomers? And I'll just reply, okay, Karen. I'm going okay, to get a call from Josh's mom soon. <laughs> I was Again? Gonna, yeah. Just in general? Just yeah. to say hi? Yeah, that was it. She's not listening. Weird that you have her as an emergency contact. That's kind of... <laughs> ice. Oh, why is she ice? Interesting. I like to ice you out. We're going to ice this segment. I like to segment. ice you, period. We're going to ice this segment. We'll take a time out. We'll come back, and uh, we'll continue rolling along. We are at the uh, Overland Park Convention Center. It is the Kansas City Golf Show. Advent Health welcoming you to the Kansas City Golf Show today, tomorrow, on into Sunday. More Zone right after this.
All right, we continue right here on Sports Radio 810 WHB. We are hanging out at the Overland Park Convention Center, Advent Health, welcoming you to the Kansas City Golf Show today, tomorrow, and also Sunday. Tom Watson will be here tomorrow uh, on uh, stage with his uh, TED Tom Talk. Uh, you can uh, come out here, test drive by Cleveland, Mizuno, Callaway, and more with Golf MD. The uh, Great Life Golf has their uh, golf uh, show special going on by a five or ten round bundle. And you can save, you can choose the uh, premier course, classic course. You can play all these fun little games out here. You know, they got a cool little game where it's like ski ball. You know, it's with, uh, it's with Advent Health and they've got their, uh, their, their turnkey tailgate. Uh, their trail gators, whatever they're, they're calling it, but they've got this tailgate set up that they'll have at the Advent Health Championship, the Corn Ferry Tour coming up in a couple of months. And they've got this skee ball putting game. And, uh, I think we should start a challenge between the three of us. You get four putts and you got to make it in the 100 for the four, one of your four putts. And that's the one that's usually in the corner, right? When you play oh, skee ball, wow. those are the ones in the corner. And I say that because, uh, I it made might it take more than four putts to get up there. Not for me. I made it in the 100. Oh, your first time? On video with Gabe Boucher oh, getting it okay, on yeah. video. Yeah. Boom. So That's now, funny. you guys, if neither of you make it in with one of your four putts, then all the golf, be- uh, the uh, the lunch bets are absolved. Oh, is that the deal? I feel like that should be what we do, right? Josh, you, you should hear this nonsense Jason's spewing. So they got the ski ball over here. Ski ball. Sure. Golf, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. So we each get four putts. Okay. I've already done mine. Yeah. We each get four putts, mm-hmm. and you got to make it in the 100, which in the ski ball are the ones in the corner, Quarters. right? Yep. Okay. Yep. And if neither of you get it in in your first four, then the golf or the uh, the lunch bets are absolved. I see it. Right. I don't know if that was your first putt, though. I can't. And I can't we would not, agree to that you for what that. reason? You going to go double or nothing? Because we could go double or nothing or something. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I don't make it in the 100. Oh, whoops. I've already done that. So... I do agree to the double or nothing. So now you guys have eight putts to absolve me of my lunch bag. That's not what I meant, but... If we lose, can we take as long as you take to serve up these bets? Nope. Okay. 